Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast, the last podcast of this year. Oh. I'm your host, Amy, joined by my ho- co- co-host. Our <laughs> 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 co-host, sorry, did you just call me out? <laughs> Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast, the last podcast of the year. Woohoo! Yay! I'm your host, Amy, joined by my co hosts and daughters, Brittany. Hello. And Courtney. Hello, hello. Guys, as we wind down this year and this holiday season, we thought it would be a great opportunity for us to reflect on the events of this past year and also talk about goal setting. But in keeping with tradition, we would want to do some trivia and test your knowledge of our favorite shows. And I think Courtney's actually going to be the one who's going to be responsible for it for this episode. I am. Okay. So we're going to do Outlander today <laughs> so sorry okay oh we have some funny things going on here guys wish you guys could uh you know be on this side of the <laughs> of the recording oh. okay sorry all right so what are we doing outlander trivia okay can you tell it's the end of the year we're ready to go all right no don't look at my screen don't look at my screen, no cheating. All right, Brittany, are you ready? Courtney, I am. Mom, are you ready? Yeah. All right, so for Outlander fans out there, I'm going to ask you some Outlander questions. Are they outlandish? They're outlandish. <laughs> my gosh. Okay, question number one. Who spared Jamie's life after Culloden? The boy he saved. Right. Uh, would you oh. like me to give you... <laughs> The names to choose from? Yes. yes. All right. We've got A, Lord Melton, B, Duke of Cambridge, or C, Lord Mellow. Duke of Cambridge. Mother? A. It is A, Lord yeah. Melton. Do, 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 do. Lord Mellow. <laughs> Lord Mellow. I think they were just looking for... Something to fill that in with. Okay, number two. Who else survived the Battle of Culloden? Um, His uncle. I can give you the, the choices. Do you want the choices? Mc, <laughs> Mc, it's a Mick. Mick. Mick nasty. McCullough. Um, those are the last names. I'll give you the first names. You ready? Dougal, Rupert, or Angus? Dougal. Rupert. 
Wait, no, no. I need the last names. I don't know the last names. It just I think it's I think it's Rupert. Names. He never calls him this though. He only calls him by his last name. Well, you guys are right. It's Rupert. Rupert. All right. This is a little bit a little easier. This is also multiple choice, so I will I will do the multiple choice this. Give you the options, I mean. Okay. Who does Claire befriend in medical school? Michael Kaplan, Joe Abernathy, or William Tell? Sorry. Joe Abernathy. Brittany? I don't know. It is B, Joe Abernathy. All right. You're looking at the screen. You are. I can't see. You're blind. You are not blind. You had LASIK. You had LASIK. <laughs> Good cheats. All right. I'll give you an easier one. I'm not giving you the multiple choice on this one. What is Jamie's son's name? Ugh. Oh. I think I need the choices. Alex. Willie. 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 John. Very Willie. All righty. All right. And I will do one more. What city does Claire find Jamie in? Do you want the options? Yeah. Your choices are Lilliba. Lilliba. Glasgow. Oh. Glasgow. I don't know how to say that. Glasgow. Inverness or Edinburgh. 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 Pick number three, my lord. Do, 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 do. I'll say Inverness. The answer is C, Yay. Edinburgh. Yay, good job. Yay. It's because he's printing stuff now. One. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, oh, wait, wait, wait. It says you are a true Sassanac. We are Sassanacs. Oh, okay. All right, sorry. Good very time. good, ladies. I'm very impressed with the knowledge that you all have. And on to what we're actually going to be focusing on. So like I said, we really wanted to focus on the events of this past year. So what I did was I just compiled a few questions that we're going to be asking. We want you to actually ask that of yourself as well. And listen to what we're talking about and then seeing if that's something that actually fits in your life. So, all right. The first question is what is the one event that has impacted or changed your life this year? I'll go. All right. I quit my job as a teacher. Yay. (laughs) It was crazy. I actually went back through all my old pictures and I was like, what did I do? before I quit. And it was kind of all of a blur. But ever since I resigned, I have been able to kind of like reinvent myself, focus on myself. I've gone on two crazy vacations. I went to Mexico and Hawaii. I've seen my family a bunch. We just got back from Wisconsin. I started my own cleaning business. I started a new job somewhere else. Um, so that was definitely, hello. That, that, that kind of just went into the question with, let me just question ask the four two. questions. Let me ask four questions then so that you can just continue and I don't stop you. Sorry, sorry, quite sorry. I apologize for that. So you kind of went into how has this changed you? Uh, The next question is, what did you have to do to help you get in the right mindset? And maybe the last question is something that I'll keep separate from this because I think this is, uh, has to do with goal setting. So answer those three questions first, Britt. Okay, so... The one thing that the one event that has impacted or changed my life was I resigned from being a teacher this year. Um, it was my seventh year of teaching, so that was definitely something that completely changed my life. It was just 
time. And if you are a teacher out there listening, excuse me, um, my heart goes out to you. 2020 was rough, but I've I've heard 2021 is even rougher with this new school year. It was pretty rough at the end. So, you know, coming into June of this past year. So, um, my heart goes out to you guys. Keep staying strong, or you can be like me and leave. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually really does it really does suck because I actually loved my job as a teacher. I loved my students, my staff. I worked really hard at being a teacher and I thought I was a really good teacher. And just unfortunately with everything, so many there are so many components to this, but I know I'm not the only teacher that has left the profession this year, and I'm sure a lot more are going to be leaving after your after this year. It's super, super tough. So hang in there, guys. Love you guys. So um, Brittany, was it the result of COVID, would you say? Or it, that was just kind of like the, the straw that broke the camel's back? That was definitely the straw. Um, one of the things is, especially North Carolina, like we just don't get paid properly. Um, and I know you want to say it's never about the money, but at some point it is. Uh, I'm really well, it's heavily a contributing factor <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'll, I'm I, I'm very honest about this. I'm seventy two thousand dollars in student debt and was making about forty forty five ish a year as a teacher. That's never I was never going to pay that off. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I went and got my master's and um, in North oh, Carolina yeah. they had reinstated master's pay because they took it away. They reinstated it. So like, oh, this is a good time to get my master's. Went and got my master's only to find out after a year of applying for that pay raise. And in the fine print, they only give you master's pay increase if you got your master's in 2013 or earlier. So that was something else. Um, and then COVID. Uh, I, luckily, I had just finished a two-year program online. So uh, teaching online wasn't hard for me. Um, but I, I, like I said, a lot of teachers are struggling. Not many people know how to teach online. Not all of our kids know how to be students online. Um So there was COVID, then you have all of the different people who think they know what should be happening in the classroom when they're not actually in the classroom. And uh, for towards the end of it, it really was some parents that really just, you know, pushed you over the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. going to take my leave. I'm, I, I was really seriously losing myself. I wasn't really enjoying it anymore. Um, I did all that I could do uh, at that point in time and just felt like it was a good time to to say goodbye to it. And hopefully if the whole system is broken, but if the system is fixed every one day, you know, maybe I'll go back. But right now it my eyes are set on bigger and better things. Yeah. So that's good. 2021 was a big year for you. Yeah. Lots I turned, turned 30 as well. Turned 30. Right. Right. Right, right. Right, right. Continue. So how has this changed me? Like I kind of said earlier, um, it just really gave me the opportunity to break myself down and build myself back up. I had realized that I don't I don't even know what I'm passionate about anymore. My whole past seven years and then four years before that of college was all preparing to be a teacher. I didn't really have anything else outside of that. So um, it was kind of finding myself again and finding things that I was passionate about. Uh, Like I had mentioned earlier, I started my own cleaning business. Uh, I'm in the process of starting my own clothing line. We started this podcast. I had time now to actually go on vacation. I have had time to visit my family. I went through like some photos and I've visited you guys a couple times this year, which is very rare because I never can leave because of school. Um, 
So I would uh, say overall, like just this one decision that I made for myself uh, has just really opened up the doors for me. I've been able to get into meditation and work on my health and wellness. If you've been listening to the past episodes, you'll see how far, you know, we all have come and kind of our discussion about all of this getting there. Um, so I would say it's definitely changed me for the better. I'm really excited to see what's next and, you know, what, what, the future has in store for me, if you will. Um, And then the next question was, what did you have to do to help get you in the right mindset? Um, I really had to, like I said, break it, break it all down. Uh, In those first couple episodes, we talked about identifying those limiting beliefs and then rewriting them and changing them into affirmations and learning to believe in myself and to trust myself and be confident in myself again. Uh, It was really hard for a while because uh, I still haven't really been able to find a job within my master's because I don't have enough experience, which is crazy. I have seven years of teaching under my belt and a master's in teacher leadership curriculum and instruction, and I can't find a job because I don't have enough experience, which is crazy to me. Um, so for a while, I kind of felt like a failure, like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I made a huge mistake. Um, so I really had to build, uh, break it all down, identify everything that I was telling myself that was holding me back rewrite those and then change the story for myself to get me into that right mindset. Yeah. Was that a conscious thing you did? Because I always think about like in the moment, like for our listeners, anybody who's listening, who's just, who isn't, I guess, I guess if they've been listening, then they kind of already have some pointers, but like, did you have a defined moment where you were like, okay, I have to map this whole thing out. So I know exactly, you know what I'm trying to say? Or was it just like a gradual thing that you did and you looked back and you realized, oh, that's what I did. I stopped. I evaluated the situation. I made the changes. You know what I'm trying to say? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. It was was kind of difficult because um, as soon as I stopped, as soon as I resigned, the next week I started a new job. Hmm. Luckily, one of my roommates got me – one of my old roommates got me a job at a plumbing, heating, and air place. Um, Shout out to Ward. Um, But I don't know anything about (laughs) heating and air and HVAC. I don't know anything about that. He's like, you know, just come in a couple hours a day uh, because he knew I I was transitioning and I was only working about four or five hours a day at the beginning. And that was just, it was just great to still be able to have some sort of income right away. I didn't even take any time off. I went, I, the next week I started a new job. Um, but because I was only working a couple hours a day, I had time to, okay, what am I going to do for myself? I had time to map out these different goals and start these courses. I was constantly <clears throat> watching these TED Talks and watching these free classes on what I could do to make myself better or to get this business up and running. So that was, it wasn't. It was more of a, okay, I'm here now. I've made this decision. I can't be a failure. I have to do something. What am I going to do? And I was very lucky because I had time every day. Whereas a teacher, I was doing, I was there at like 7.15 in the morning. And then I had, uh, for a while, I was the color, or I was the color guard director at the high school and I worked at the college. So I had guard practice every single day and there'd be days where I wouldn't get home till after nine o'clock at night. And that was a Monday through Saturday thing. And it was, I never had time. Yeah. So it was just like this wonderful thing of, holy cow, I have this free time. Time. (laughs) Time. Oh my gosh. I can go for a walk with the dog. I can take this, you know, mini course. I can take this class and sign up for this. So, um, it, it was immediate for me that I had to do something. I knew I couldn't mm-hmm. just quit my job and then just hope something fell into my lap. That's right. never 
you know, been kind of my personality. I always work hard for everything, but it was definitely something gradually every single day I was working on how can I make myself successful now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Yes. Yes, it did. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So, um, are you finished? Should I, should I continue? Are you done? Are, are you, you done? done? Are you done? You're done? I have finished. Yes, Courtney. I have finished. You are finished. All right. Well, <laughs> I shall go now. So my one event that has impacted or changed my life this year is I made a major move from New York City to North Carolina. Major, major. Major, major, major influence on me now. <laughs> She's Scottish. Oh, forgetting Santa Marshall. Um, anyway, so yes, we made the decision. Uh, well, the decision actually was in the work since mid-2020, um, but it didn't happen until July 2021, and it has been a major, major event in my life. And how has it changed me? Um, man, it's completely just uprooted every single aspect of my life. I went from living in New York City in a small apartment with just me and my kids all day, every day, to moving to a house in North Carolina with 10 people, <laughs> living in the house with, all, I guess, all together. 10 people and dogs um, and dogs and four dogs. And, um, it was very, I had to make lots of adjustments. Um, it challenged me in a good way, I guess it definitely brought out a patient side of me, but not because like being here with all these people was, um, chaotic because every woman asked me, how is it living in a house? And there's 10 of you that must be so crazy. And I'm like, actually it's, it's, not it's more peaceful than you could imagine it's actually quite nice to have (laughs) uh, all of the family around the challenging part for me um was you know being alone with my own thoughts and kind of it was really like I guess for lack of a better term it was like a battle I was having in myself and still do sometimes every day with um I guess what my expectations were versus what is actually happening. And we talked about expectations, whether or not they were realistic. Like I was, we're building a house and I should have been in my house by now. And it might not be for another three, four months. So just different things like that, that have been very challenging, but um, it's definitely developed a patience in me that I didn't have before. It's definitely developed, I think a more, a, a bigger appreciation for family too, because I lived apart from all of you for 15, 16 years. We've missed you. I know. And, you know, kind of resetting and learning how to do life with all of you um, has been quite the journey and a a good one, not a bad one. I mean, there's, it's brought out um, things about myself, even that I realized, oh, okay, I live in a house with other people now. There's other people in my life. I need to change how I do this. As an example, like asking for help. For me, asking somebody for help in my old situation was getting on the phone and calling somebody to come help me, right? Like calling our grandmother and asking her to make the hour, hour and a half trip to Queens to come help me or calling somebody and having them come over to help me do things. I never had people just readily available to just step in and help. And not that I didn't want it, but I had this thing going where I was like, no, 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 I got it. Don't just don't help me. And not because I didn't want the help, but because I always felt like asking for help was burdensome. 
Like I was putting a burden on you. I don't need you to help me. You do what you're doing and I'll just do it myself. So I would say having a, you know, developing an appreciation for family, learning how to accept help has been a very humbling for me. So it's been a good change overall. Um, definitely a humbling experience. Um, and what did I have to do to help me get in the right mindset? Um, I would say I had to reframe the situation. Um, and what I mean by that is I once heard somebody talk about like, if you're looking at a painting and, um, I forgot what painting it is. I want to say it's like Van Gogh or something where one side is daytime and one side is nighttime. Starry, starry night. Starry night. Is that what it is? But on one side of the painting, it's like day. So if you like, if you just like made a little, um, what do you call it? Circle with your hand and put your eye in it. Like, like you're making a little telescope and you looked at one part of the painting, it's all sunny. But if you look at another part of the painting, it's only night. And so it's the same painting. It's the same situation, but it depends on how you're framing it and how, you know, how you're looking at it. And so what I chose, yeah, what I chose to do was just reframe. And instead of, if I'm looking for the negative and I'm focusing on the night and the negative, that's all I'm going to see. So I'm going to reframe it and look at the same situation, but look at the positive parts of it. You know, even on the hardest days, there's always something to be grateful for and something to the positive happening. And so my hard, hard days is usually when I miss my home or, you know, when I miss my friends or when I just feel like I can't find my, my routine or I can't find my, I guess, like, what's the word groove? Like I can't just find my rhythm, you know, Um, I feel displaced a lot of times and it's nothing any person is doing. It's just the situation. So when those moments happen, I just have been trying to reframe my mindset instead of, we've talked about this plenty of times, instead of focusing on the negative, focus on the positive, pick things that I'm very grateful for. Um, and the other thing I would say is I have to talk about it. Again, I'm, I, like I just shared, I always felt like, you know, talking about things and sharing things with other people was a burden on them. You have your own problems and your own issues. You don't need to hear mine. You know, um, but I, it's, it's been very therapeutic even. Um, and it does take like a literal weight off of your chest and off your shoulders when you just let it out, tell somebody what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and they just listen and understand, or even if they don't understand, they just listen and just, you know, that they're actually listening to you and not just trying to fix you. They're just being compassionate and, and wanting to be there for you. Um, that has really helped me get in the right mindset. So that is it. That is my my event for the year. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I am I get jelly sometimes that you get to spend so much time with everybody. I know. <laughs> we miss you. I know. I miss yeah. you guys too. <laughs> At least we're all in the same state now. And yes. I never have to go back to New York ever again. I that know. brings me so yeah. much joy. <laughs> Why are you putting that finger up? Well, it's mom's. Oh, we have something to say. I said, well, you may need to go back one more time, but why? That's something we'll talk about another time. We have to bring one more family member down. Oh yes. Oh we'll yes. Later. Oh, right. like, oh my god. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, my I don't want to go. Um, okay, mother, you may, you may, you may enter. What is that from? You may enter. Oh, it's so a- the one event that Sorry. has impacted or changed my <laughs> life this year, if you have not guessed, um, was that we had a house full of people move into our home. 
So I just have to tell you, we moved down to North Carolina in 2005 and I wanted a big house. And my husband, not fought me on it, but was trying to be the voice of reason to say, why do we need so much room? And I said, well, you know, people move down, they have a place to stay. That was in 2005. So (laughs) finally in 2021, everybody started moving down. So for the older crowd out there, it may be a tough thing to do because you are established in your routines and you have your things just the way you like them, et cetera, et cetera. But believe it or not, that really wasn't an issue for me because as I was growing up, I had my grandparents living with us, my aunt, my uncle, and my other aunt lived with us. So this was not different for me. I loved having my daughter, my son-in-law, my three grandchildren, my nephew, my mother, my brother, my four dogs, and then my husband and I living under the same roof. It was actually really nice. The thing that was really hard, and I keep going back to this, you guys know, over a year ago, I had a traumatic experience with my dogs. And for anybody who's had had anything traumatic happen in their life, you know that it's not a one and done experience. It's actually something that it's, it's similar to PTSD. It's a scent that could remind you of the event. It's a sound that can remind you of the events. Many things that can remind you or bring back the event that happened that caused you to be the way that you are. So having all these people under one roof was a challenge for me because it's no longer me that I had to worry about interacting with my dogs. It was my grandchildren. It was my daughter, my son-in-law, my nephew, my mother, etc. And I didn't know how to deal with that. And it really became very, very stressful. I told all of you that I had gone to therapy for quite a few months to help me deal with the unreasonable thoughts that I was thinking. I have a mixed pit bull and I have a mixed um, Rottweiler. And all I could picture was the pit bull mix attacking one of my family members when in reality, he has never, ever, ever, ever showed any harmful, um, uh, what is it? Aggression. Aggression towards anybody in the family, ever. Uh, They've gotten out a few times, and they approach people in our neighborhood, uh, and everybody always says the same thing, that, oh, my God, they're so cute, they're so friendly, blah, 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 but I couldn't get this image out of my head. So that was something that I really needed to deal with, and it was very hard. So it changed me in that I feel that I actually went backwards as far as my progress in helping me get over this quote unquote PTSD that I was experiencing. Okay. As far as what did I have to do to get myself in the right mindset, believe it or not, I had to do a lot of praying because I cannot do it by myself. Um, Yes, I went and and I still see a therapist. Uh, I actually went back on my medication, my choice um, to help me get through some of the anxiety that I was experiencing because I didn't want people to start to take on these emotions that I was feeling. And I actually started seeing my daughter (laughs) (laughs) manifest some of the feelings that I was feeling. And I knew 
that I had to do something so that I, I, I didn't infect anybody else. So praying was actually what got me through it. I'm not through it yet, but it helps me get through some of those tough days. Um, you know, anytime there's a get together, it's like, okay, we got to keep the dogs upstairs. Okay. We can't have the dogs be by anybody, but honestly, it's an unrealistic thought because they have never showed any aggression again. Like I said, to anybody, it's all in my head. Um, but that, that has to be, I guess, the biggest thing that I had to contend with this past year. And um, I'm happy to say nobody in the house was ever attacked by any of the dogs. It's always been in my head. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <sighs> the deep breath there. The deep breath there. Yeah, they've been good. They've been good. And it's they a have been good. It's definitely but, you know, a lot. I've noticed a few changes, though, is that, you know, we can't have other dogs in our house now because I think I get so touchy about it, like my sister's dog or Brittany, your dog, right? And I miss that because I loved always having all the dogs in the house and all the dogs playing together. But I, I just can't do that right now. So as Courtney and family move out, um, I think one of the things that that's going to help me do is, is heal and actually get me back to where I was uh, seven, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be a, a you know, I'm going to miss you guys. <laughs> We're still here. We live in the States. So when are you still... moving out to dad's tomorrow? Oh my God. Oh, tomorrow. oh no. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so guys, what I wanted to ask you as far as, you know, we talked about change um, and how it's impacted your life this year. So whether it's good or bad or regardless of, you know, what change you experience, do you guys agree that the one thing that you need to do as individuals is don't be stuck in it? You, you need to find a way to move forward. Like what advice would you give to our listeners who are experiencing some type of change and maybe maybe the impact isn't positive maybe it's a negative thing that they're experiencing what what would you say to them i um i pulled out a couple of quotes for this but a couple of them that kind of get me going is one of them is you are too smart to be the only thing standing in your way and i love that because it's just like okay come on I am the only one that's standing in the way of me accomplishing my goals. And my biggest one is my health and wellness and working out and getting my body back into shape and just doing all all the things for myself in that sense. Um, but I, I, I'm the only one standing in my way. If I don't accomplish these goals, it's, it's on me. Right. And so that quote definitely yeah. stands out to me. Um, another one I have is, let's see. This one always gets me. Push yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like no one's yeah. going to work out for me. No one's going to cook me my food. No one's going to, you know, apply to jobs. No one's going to do those things. It's got to be me. So I guess getting my mindset in the right place and realizing that I am the one in charge, I am the one in control has definitely helped me along this journey. So that's yeah. tips, some tips, some tips. Yeah. How about you, Mom? Well, I think, you know, we, we talked about how each of us has approached the challenges or the changes that we've experienced this past year. But I think what I wanted to convey to our listeners is it's not a one size fits all approach. Right. And which leads me to one of the quotes um, 
And that is a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed by actions becomes reality. And when I I look at that, to me, it actually says (laughs) it's not a one size fits all approach. You have to look at what your goal is. Write it down, because if it's not if you don't write it down, honestly, your goal to me is just a wish. I wish this happens. I wish that happens. Right. What's the goal that you are you're looking to accomplish this year, this week, this month, etc. And write down the steps you know, so that you can become successful in achieving what those goals are. And then what actions are you going to take to make those steps become reality? You know, Brittany talked about, I want to lose weight. Well, what does that look like? Well, maybe I'm going to, you know, walk five miles a day, or maybe that's too ambitious. Maybe I'm just going to walk, you know, a mile or up and down the block, Um, something like that. But you need to, when you Start identifying what your goals are. Um, Make sure that they're what I call smart goals, right? Make sure that they're simple. Make sure that you can measure them, right? It's, you know, okay, I've walked a mile. All right, let me check that off. Make sure that you're held accountable. How are you going to be held accountable? Maybe you have an accountability partner. Make sure that they're reasonable goals and put a timeline to it. Well, you know what? By the end of January, I'm going to be able to walk two miles a day, something along those lines. So that's what I would say to our our listeners. How about you, Court? Well, you said that sometimes people are going through change and it's not necessarily positive, or even if it is a positive change, they might not be having a positive experience. And I can relate to that, as I just shared with you guys. This move has brought out all kinds of emotions in me, and there are moments where I am joyful beyond belief. And then there are moments where I am depressed and, and, you know, just miserable and very sad. And something that my advice to anyone, no matter your situation, especially if you're feeling strong, stronger, negative emotions or hard emotions would actually be to, um, lean into it, leaning into the discomfort. And I, it's funny because I was actually going to write a blog about this. Um, But what do I mean by leaning into the discomfort? Like I have to use an example to help me better articulate it. But when I, for example, am feeling sadness, I'm missing my friends, I'm missing my home, I'm feeling overwhelmed. My normal type A personality is like, knock it off. You're fine. Be grateful for what you have. Enough is enough shake it off. Just keep going. You got to push forward. There's no time for this. What I mean by leaning into it is sometimes you might have to let yourself cry. Mm -hmm. You might have to let yourself feel those emotions. It's okay. I'm not saying to wallow in misery for, you know, days on end, but if you need to take a minute to allow yourself to feel every piece of that, allow yourself to feel that sadness and why you're sad. And, and for me, it's a different type of mourning. No, I'm not mourning the death of a person, but I'm mourning the death of a life that I, I had for 34 years. And that's a very difficult thing. And you have to let yourself lead into that discomfort for healing to happen. And something that um, I always thought was so cool and so interesting is, um, you know how diamonds are made? Do you guys know how diamonds are made? Diamonds are made under pressure. intense pressure and heat. And what that tells me in this situation, what I, what I can pull from that in, in, a, in a situation like we're talking about is that under pressure, 
um, transformation is happening. Mm -hmm. And so you don't always have to brush off the negativity and yes, we're, yes, be grateful. We want you to be grateful. Yes. Reframe the situation and try to see the positive. Yes. But sometimes things are just, you can't always be positive about a situation. Sometimes you have to let yourself cry. You have to let yourself feel grief. You have to let yourself feel loss. And again, grief and loss don't necessarily just happen when a person dies. With COVID, I'm ta- you're talking about grief and loss with your job, grief and loss with your routines. Some people have lost homes, you know, so there's, you can, a job, you know, whatever it is, um, lean into that discomfort because transformation can truly happen there if you allow it to. And how it allowed it, how I allowed it to transform me and how I'm still allowing it is feeling it. And, you know, you guys know that I'm Christian. And one of the things I do is, okay, you know, God, what are you teaching me in this moment? What is something, you know, for me, when I'm feeling that discomfort, it pushes me closer to God because it makes me, I, 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 it shows me that I can't do it by myself and that I need someone to lean on. And he's somebody that'll never leave me or forsake me, but it doesn't matter who or what is happening in, in your life or what you turn, I guess it doesn't matter what you turn to, but point being is that you can allow true transformation to happen. Am I allowing this situation to make me a bitter person? or a thankful person? Am I allowing that person's words to hurt me or, you know, build me up and change me, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that you, um, leaning into the discomfort of the change, um, is, is something that really helped me. So that'd be my advice. Love that. Actually, what you're saying reminds me of this quote. I have it right here. It's during your transformation, you might feel like everything is falling apart, but in reality, everything is coming together for your mm-hmm. highest good. Mm-hmm. You're being pushed to evolve yeah. and get out of your comfort zone so you can live and experience your true greatness. Welcome change. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of times when when those hard moments happen um, or when things change and you're like, why is this happening? Why is this change happening? Like we almost see it somehow as punishment. Like, am I being punished for something? Like, you know, like what did I do wrong to deserve this? I think it's actually not punishment. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to grow. Well, I've actually heard it phrased a different way. It's not why is this happening to me, but what is this trying to teach, teach me? me? Right, right? Yes. This is trying to teach me. Snaps, snaps, snaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So huh. I didn't mean to raise my hand. <laughs> raise my hand. I've got a couple other quotes that I want because I just, I don't know, for the first time, for the first time in forever. Oh my gosh. I have to mute myself when you guys talk because I'm I'm literally, I I literally sing. If you guys say something from a song, that's why I have to mute myself when you're talking because I'm, I'm over here singing some songs. Um, But I, for the first time going into a new year and forever, I feel so ready, so strong, so empowered and ready to tackle the year. I've never felt like this before. And I think one of the reasons why is because I've spent the past, you know, however many months working on my mindset and getting myself into a workout routine and learning how to do things like meditate and getting back into reading um, and just doing things for myself and finding myself again that I actually feel comfortable and ready to start the new year. I don't feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And just like what you said, mom, I had you know listened to a TED talk, I think it was, um, where he, he, whoever he was, said the same thing. Write down all these goals that you have. And if you could have one of them tomorrow with a snap of a finger, which one would it be and circle it? 
then take that goal and break it down into smaller steps. I've always said, I just want to lose weight or I want to get in shape. That's so vague. One of my goals for this next year is some financial stability and freedom. So I took that and I've broken it down into different steps and all the things that I need to do. And just like you were saying earlier, mom, having these steps uh, makes everything more achievable. And it feels good that I can cross something off my list. And every, every single time I handle a small step, I know it's going to get me to the overall bigger goal. So I really like that you mentioned that earlier. Um, I do have a quote that I wanted to share. I have so many quotes. <laughs> so many quotes I want to share. So here's one. Here it is. <laughs> so this is actually going to be released um, on New Year's Eve. So here it is. After tomorrow, a new year starts. After tomorrow, a new opportunity arises. After tomorrow, a new version of you is born. Take what you've learned from this year and heal from it, grow from it, and understand how beautiful it is to reach this point, to stand and inhale the life you've been granted. Let this new year be your year. Let it be the second chance you've been wanting to take. Let it be the answers you've been looking for. Let this new year consume you. Let it guide you and let it give you hope, the hope you need to move forward. After tomorrow, it begins, and you must know how only the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. So to just add to what you're saying, there's just something that I, I was talking to mom about, and I was saying that like January 1st feels like a new start for everyone. But if you really think about it, nothing has changed but the date, mm-hmm. right? So oftentimes – once the new year starts, if I'm going to use the word bad here, but I don't, I just mean anything that's contrary to what you are wanting, what you're expecting, but if something bad happens, you're thrown off course because, Oh, I thought this year was going to be different. So let's just put it out there. 2022, as far as what's happening in the world, events that are happening in the world, you can't say that on January 1st, 2022 is going to bring complete change and a fresh start for everybody. It's not. Right. Yeah. It's the same world we're living in. What's different going into 2022 is you, you and your mindset. And that's what you have to, I think, hold on to because January 1st, maybe something really hard happens. And now are you going to embrace that or are you going to just say, well, I guess it's not my year after all. Hopefully 2023 will be better, you know? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to add on to that. So Brittany had said that she feels like she's in the right mindset now and she can finally do things and focus on things. But one of the things that I wanted to impart upon our listeners is just because you're in the right mindset doesn't mean that things are always going to work out the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't yeah. d- don't think like, oh, I've been doing this and I've been writing down my goals and this, that and the other thing. What I really want to impart upon you is Getting in the right mindset means that if a challenge does come along your way and it's a difficult one, you're in the right mindset so that maybe you don't wallow as long as you usually do. Maybe you only wallow for like a day or two and, and you're you able don't to give up or maybe, yeah, yeah, you don't give up. You keep pushing forward. So again, right mindset doesn't mean automatically, you know, in the snap of a finger, things like Courtney said, 2022 is everything's going to be just perfect. No, it's, it's you. You have changed. It's now in your mind and how you approach things that's going to help propel you 
forward, right? You're not going to be in the same, you know, level as that you've been in for the past years. It's going to be different now. Yeah. And I think Brittany, that's why you feel so ready because you have done so much, you had so much growth and so much change that the new year is really just like a threshold you're crossing where you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm changed. I'm already doing it. Yeah. I'm already doing it. I'm pushing forward. And the new year is like a fresh, we're just going to keep going. We're keep powering through, but you're not going to wake up on, on Saturday morning and be like, I'm different today. It's a new year. <laughs> right. And I think that that's often like what we do is we, I know we're going to probably, I, I feel like that's what it always was. Yeah. I know right? we're, we're probably going to talk about goals before the end of this, before yeah. the end of this podcast, but you know, that's often what we do. Okay. My goal is I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to do this, do this, do this. And then we, we make all these goals and then we don't achieve them because we didn't do the hard work of changing our mindset first. Yep. So yep. it's all starts and maybe that's your goal. Maybe when we talk about goals, that's your, that's your goal. My goal is to work on my mindset first. That'll get you to the point where you can lose the 10, 15 pounds. But if you're just going to keep your old habits and your old thought processes and your, you know, all that's the same. And you're just thinking because January is coming, it's my opportunity to lose weight. Things to change. Maybe it'll work. Maybe you can stick to a diet for three to four weeks, but you're not going to make meaningful change in your yeah. life. Yeah. So to kind that of is a great of, segue. Oh, wait, 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 I have one more thing oh. <laughs> to go back to what you were okay, saying, to go back to what you were saying kind of about like, you know, you're going to, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall off the horse, just get back on. Yeah. And another quote I found that goes with this is you're not going to master the rest of your life in one day. Mm-hmm. Just relax, master the day, and then just keep doing that every day. Yeah. Yeah. So mother- yeah. I apologize for interrupting you. So, daughter, why don't you start then with, I said two things that you'd like to focus on this upcoming year, but maybe just say one because I'm I'm being mindful, mindful of the time. Mindful of the time. Yes. Are you? I mean, I can just make mine really quick. I, I want to continue with my health and wellness. Um, you know, my overall thing is to definitely try to work out f- at least five days a week. Um, and, and find a diet that works for me. Uh, we've talked about diets before, but if you're not willing to do that diet for the rest of your life, it's just going to completely backfire once you stop the diet. Um, and then the other one I have for me is continue to work on my financial stability and freedom to kind of cut out my debt that I owe for all my student loans, um, and to kind of bring in some multiple sources of income and to have that financial stability. So those are my two goals. And I definitely have steps below that. So like we said earlier, <laughs> uh, have like that that very, you know, the broad goal, but then break that down into those steps. Like how mm-hmm. am I going to become yeah. financially free? I, you know, I wanted to get into like some affiliate marketing and starting my own business and um, all these different things. All the <laughs> so definitely please take the time. Don't just say you want to have financial freedom. The best way to be successful with these things is to plan it out, give yourself some times and dates. Um, something I keep hearing a lot is uh, if you were to work on, or if you would focus an hour of time toward your goal every single day, imagine where you'd be in six months. So if it's like an hour time of working out or, and maybe another hour of working towards my business, if I spent just one hour a day, which I definitely do scrolling through TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, if I took that hour and repurposed it to making myself better, imagine what my life will look like in six months. Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. I saw that quote. That's a good one. Um, for me, 
I would say, well, since Thanksgiving, um, I kind of lost all my routines. <laughs> I had done all of the hard work um, and worked on my mindset and did everything, all the things. And then, you know, the holidays came and I, I it's very difficult for me. Um, and I know it is for a lot of people to maintain their their routines. Um, and I know, Brittany, you even talked about this a couple of times, but um, maintaining your routines during the holidays. And so I, I did not. I, I, did didn't, not. <laughs> I didn't step off the wagon. I fell backwards, <laughs> flat on my back, and I'm being dragged behind the wagon right now. So um, my my goal and you know moving to my dad's house now, new environment and there will be new school routines for my kids. Um, so it is to kind of rework uh, using the fact that we are moving into a new place to um, use it as an opportunity to start new routines. Um, and my second goal is to move into my house. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good one. We're going to hope for that in 2022. <laughs> I'm excited for you. How about you, You're Mom? Have so much space. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. Space. <laughs> space. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It is. It's going to um, be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's good. It's good. Huh. So I think so, so uh, along the same um, lines as Brittany and Courtney, uh, as far as health and wellness. So I, too, have kind of fallen off the wagon um, in a very hard way, but I, I I knew that going into the holiday season because I know we do a lot of eating and we do a lot of baking and we do a lot of drinking, right? So I knew that the weight would come on. And over the past since Thanksgiving, I think I've put on five pounds. And I saw a picture of myself and I said, "Ugh, what happened to me?" But again, I knew that that was going to happen. And by the way, shout out to um, our cousin. Hurley, who it. has just been such a great um, she is <laughs> she did not fall off the wagon. She did not fall. She's driving <laughs> the wagon. Driving. <laughs> She's driving us along. We're all for the 30-day challenge. But in any in any case, uh, what I really want to do is it's always been difficult for me to lose the last 10, 15 pounds. Um, many people say, well, you know, you're older now and you know, you, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just the way it is. No, I I don't accept that. So I've always been really good at, um, weightlifting at, you know, running, cycling, swimming, et cetera. All the things. All the things. All the things. She's good at all the things. I've just been very poor at the diet part. So Courtney and I, at the beginning, we had the, this, Muffin. Oh, we never posted it. We never posted our muffin uh, recipe. But <laughs> after this podcast, we're about to go have a piece of strawberry cake. So yes, that just shows you where we're at. We, we started piece. out with good intentions of what we should be eating, um, and then it just got so it, it got difficult. To me, I can't spend like a whole day prepping. It's got to be very easy. And unfortunately, you know, protein shakes don't cut it because. It doesn't leave me satiated. So I've got to find that happy medium. I've always been looking for some kind of diet that's going to help me. But Courtney showed me something that I think is going to work. We're going to try it. I'll send it to you too, Brittany. We're going to try it. But I really would like to focus more on the nutrition because that is the missing piece, I feel, to my health and wellness. It's not that I eat bad. It's that I can eat better. And I feel like the last 10 to 15 pounds will come off 
uh, naturally once I start to focus on eating better. And then the second thing is along the same line as Brittany, as far as different um, avenues of uh, revenue, I do have my own real estate business. So it's focusing more on that now, paying more attention to that. We have our own network of friends and it's really leaning into them and really focusing now on, on getting that piece moving. And then another piece, which we'll probably talk to you guys later on uh, in upcoming episodes, uh, as far as a business that we're, we're going to be launching uh, with Wayward Lasses being one of the flagship um, products that's going to be um, uh, advertised under this new business. So I'll just leave it at that. Mm. I think for um, us with the diet, though, just going back to that, we have a sweet tooth. Like we, uh, it's it's a joint sweet tooth. It's not. I always thought it was just me. I have the sweet tooth. Mom has a sweet tooth, <laughs> and um, I had a friend once who was very very big into into weightlifting, and she was very fit. And I always asked her, like, don't you miss sweets? And she said, I have sweets. I have pick one day a week that is my cheat day. And she says the reason why she doesn't overindulge, like she doesn't eat all the cookies, all the cake, you know, everything, all the things. <laughs> but what she does is if like on t- like say her cheat day is Saturday, on Tuesday, if she really wants a cookie or she really wants a latte from Starbucks, she'll just tell herself, not, no, you can't have that, but you can have it Saturday. Right now. I can have it Saturday. And so just saying that to herself, like, oh, I'll have it Saturday. It wasn't saying, no, you can't have it. It like yeah. it helped her to, to not give in to the temptation because she knew I can have that, but I'm just not going to have it right now. Um, and apparently it worked for her. She's very, very fit, but, um, you know, something to try. I'm, I'm really lucky I don't have a sweet tooth. I don't really crave sweet things. Love it. So. I, it's bad. It's bad, I don't yeah. crave though. I don't. I don't crave. I just if it's present in the house. So the trick is, well, you guys have. Mom you have a ton of, like, in the house. tons and tons of Oreo cookies, and I will not he comes indulge. Home from the store with bags <laughs> of cookies. My son came home from New York City with a bag of candy. A bag. It's now gone because we all ate it last I, night. I, I don't <laughs> indulge in that. I don't. I do. I'm <laughs> I. I. I'm a sucker for sweets. It's bad. It's bad. I think because um, I'm allergic to so many things. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, especially like if there's like a random chocolate cake or something, you know, like this might kill me. <laughs> Literally, you never know. Die. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. That's not helpful. Like, I'm glad you're allergic. But <laughs> it's helpful in keeping you cautious. Which you know, then deter- you. all right. I'm just gonna my foot in my mouth now anyway all right uh so a couple of things to kind of end things for today's episode mom did you want to do that i see your little (laughs) we're doing a little dance here (laughs) (laughs) now i just wanted to ask you Britt. now that it's 30 days of the 30 day challenge there's one Um, more day (laughs) no but this airs on day 31 just so you know so day 31 is is our day of reflection which is what we just did we reflected why don't you close us out with a 30 day challenge though Britt? yeah so for those of you who were doing it with us especially our cousin is she my cousin too yes okay we're all just we're all supposed to call her tita no 
Aunt? Everybody's cousins. We're all cousins. Okay. Everybody's We're all cousins. cousins. Uh, for those of you who, are, who participated, um, it, it is hard to do for 30 days. And um, we just want to thank you guys for joining us along the ride. It didn't have to be exercising. It could have been anything for your health and wellness. And I know that there were a lot of you out there that actually did join in for some of it. So thank you so much for doing that. Even if you didn't post, you could have been doing on the side. It is a little difficult to get on social media every day and post something about yourself. So we just want to say thank you for joining us on this 30-day challenge. I'm sure we're going to have another challenge pop up again sometime soon, but you guys will be hearing this New Year's Eve. So on your 31st day, I'm sure Pearlie is going to want to do another workout and you better get a girl. You better go do it. Get it, it girl. <laughs> I hope everybody at least takes the opportunity to not only give this a listen, but to reflect on your year. Um, I went through all of the pictures on my phone and I was like, what happened in all of these months? I don't even remember. And I just went through and saw some memories and just took a moment and reflected on how grateful and thankful I am for the people in my life and the opportunities and experiences that I had this year. Um, and that really helped kind of end 2021 or get me in the right way to say, you know, a nice little, okay, see, see you never again, 2021, but thanks for a great year. <laughs> so take to, take the day, take day 31, the extra day, because uh, I can't count, to reflect on your year and uh, share with us if you'd like. Yes, share it. We want to see. We want to see how you all are doing. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, I saw I, I wrote this here. Really close. I saw I wrote this here. Uh-huh. We were listening to a podcast and they called each other accountability buddies. Oh, accountability buddy. <laughs> Is that accountability buddy? You just make it yes. one accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. I like it. So, I, I imagine I'm going to keep posting. I mean, we're still going to post our posts every day on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but if you want to still have an accountability buddy as us here, keep posting on our posts and let us know. Reach out to us if you're needing to have a special a special accountability buddy that texts you every day. I'm totally down to have a little accountability buddy. I have to get used to that word because every time you say it, I feel like you're saying like you're saying accountability just wrong. So I have to accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. You say that to someone, they're like, what? Accountability. <laughs> Accountability buddy. Accountability. Accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. This says Billy. Accountability buddy. Well, okay. I don't know how to spell it. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? It's buddy or accountability buddy. Is it Billy or Billa? Is it a girl or a guy? Whatever your heart doth desire. All right. Accountability. And then actually one more thing. Um, be ready and look out on our website, waywardlasses.com, for some Wayward Lasses gear that we're going to be releasing. In the new um, year. In the new year. 2022, new year, new gear. Ooh. I oh, like did that. I just come up with the tagline? Did you just do something? New, new year, new, new year, new gear. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Okay. Don't forget. Write it down. New year, new gear. Oh, she's writing it down. <laughs> I like it. New year, new gear, wayward lasses. We're on the way. Yes. And then I've got one more thing. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting anybody because I'm seeing your faces oh, no, you're fine. right now. Um, I am a visual learner. So we're actually going to be adding a couple of resources to our website. Um, I, you might've seen these before, but it's basically all of the months on one page, but every single month it's like January spelt out. And then each letter is cut into different numbers. So the word January is cut into... 30 days hasn't been we're able to 31 <laughs> into 31 different squares 
So uh, like for me, I'm definitely, I think this is going to be helpful for me because like I said, I'm a visual learner. So if I do my goal for the day, which is, you know, I did my workout, if that's what my goal is, or if your goal is to meditate every day, whatever your goal is for the new year, if you get that done, you can like color in the box. Oh, that's cute. Yes. I like I'm to color. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, because I wasn't sure where she was going with this because I see how tiny the boxes are. And I'm like, you can't write your stuff in there every day. No, <laughs> just coloring in a box. That's excellent. I can color. <laughs> I'm sorry. I act funny when I have headaches. Um, but I can color. Color is doable. I'm glad you can color, Courtney. I'm very excited for you. I just mean, I thought this was going to be a huge undertaking. You're like 30 days of January, but we're just coloring boxes. We can do this, ladies. Yes. And yes, gents, if you're it. listening, we can do it. We can color the boxes. I like this. Do it. All Look right. for it. It'll be there soon. All right. Are we good to go? Are we all done-zo? I think we are all done-zo. It's been a wonderful year, guys. I'm so glad we started doing this. Yes. It has been nice to get to chat with you guys every week. Following us and for supporting us. We we, uh, obviously couldn't do it without any of you. Well, we could, but nobody would listen and, you know, we'd just be talking (laughs) to ourselves. So, yeah, great. Thank you all for, for supporting us in 2021. 2022 will bring even more and even greater things. Ma, you want to close this out? I'm just enjoying hearing my girls talk. Uh, I am really grateful <laughs> that you guys uh, agreed to do this with me because I know it takes time from Courtney and her kids and Brittany from Alex and you know, me from Steve and playing Destiny. Destiny. Um, but really, I, I do appreciate that you agreed to do this with me because this is a way that we were able to, I guess, become stronger as a mother-daughter um, trio, right? So Unit. Solid colors. Thank you. A unit. A cell. Sure. Uh, but thank you. Uh, uh, from the bottom of my heart, this is like the, the best experience that I have had to date. Uh, so thank you so Aww. much, everyone, for taking the time to be with us today. Please, please continue to support us by subscribing to our park podcast. I can't even talk today. Podcast, <laughs> as well as rating us on Apple and Spotify. And if you love this episode, don't forget to share this on your Instagram, <laughs> Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. I'm not going to talk anymore, so Britt, please continue. <laughs> oh, Lord. If you're not following us on Instagram, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Follow us so that you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share or send us some love on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community page. And don't forget, if there's a topic you love love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com. Yes. Court? Yes, yes. And don't forget to, I know we already mentioned it, but our website, www.waywardlasses.com. Check it out. Our bios are on there and some wonderful resources. And you could also listen to the podcast on there. So, you know, definitely check that out. Um, but that's it. <laughs> sorry, that's it. I lost it. Anyway, all right. So until next time. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, ladies. But um, thank you guys again. Happy, happy new year to all of you. Um, and until next time, we are the Wavered Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Stay, Bye, guys. Stay classy, San Diego. We love you. But most of all, love thanks for stopping thanks by. Thanks so much. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy new year. Oh, she's singing. I don't know the words of this one. Why is this a New Year song? Yeah, why is this a New Year song? No? Is that a New Year song? All right. All Peace out. Sign. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Um. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks Ciao. for stopping by. Bye. Stay classy.